Welcome back to another episode of the NES Experience. Uh, thanks for coming back to listen to us. We're going to do something a little bit different today for this episode. Uh, it's going to be more of a sit-down, get-to-know-you kind of deal with Snooks, who is the new Director of Operations at NES. Uh, you might have heard her last episode when we talked about specialization. She chimed in a little bit. Um, so, yeah, uh, Snooks was originally an intern with Ned. She got into the sports performance field after finishing up her internship and finishing up uh, college. Then she moved to Australia uh, for a little bit, uh, a little bit longer than a little bit, I guess, and has come back about a month ago. So without further ado, uh, here is Snooks. Amanda, oh no, uh, I'm terrible with names, so this happens to me all the time. Uh, Amanda Farina. Yeah, that's it. Amanda Farina. There we go. Amanda Farina. Um, Snooks also as well. So yeah, uh, just came back a month ago. She's going to be here working uh, now. Uh, so kind of just wanted to talk about who you were. Uh, so yeah, maybe you want to start off telling us how you uh, met Ned and maybe like what your uh, sports like training situation was before that too. Yeah, cool. So hey guys, thanks for having me on the podcast today. Uh, yeah, I went to Eastern Connecticut State University um, where my junior year I stumbled across where Ned um, was the former director at Integrated Athletic Performance um, and I ended up doing my internship there from during my junior year into my senior year the summer of um well, yeah, that's where I met Ned, and I did a 600-hour intensive internship um, with Ned. And then from there, I ended up – once I graduated, I ended up working with Ned at um, IAP. And then I went to Velocity Sports Performance in Westchester, where I was fortunate enough to work with a lot of high-level athletes who have now gone on to play at the professional level or semi-professional or in, in their roles – let me interject. So while you were gone, things that you missed in Australia was um, a couple of our lacrosse guys, <clears throat> Jack Corsi and Orofici. They both, I believe, got drafted. And Ty Jerome is somebody that you worked with there. He ended up going to Virginia, won a national championship. Mm -hmm. And he is now with the I could be completely wrong. I haven't been watching the NBA that much. Oklahoma City Thunder. There you go. You're right. All right. He was. He got drafted by the Suns. Suns. And then Matt Ryan, he ended up going to Notre Dame, and then he transferred, I believe, to Vanderbilt. And he is in the D-League um, playing for, I believe, the Cavaliers. And then Tony Ann went on to Boston College, and then she signed a contract to play professional hockey a couple years ago. Is she she was was she on the Olympic team last year? She was well, this would have been now since we're all old. This was eight years ago or mm. whatever, eight years ago. So she made it to she was the next man. She was one person short. Ah, mm. uh, I have a terrible memory. Sorry about that. So she made it both times that she tried to go through. She uh, she made it literally the last both times she made it to the last cut. So, um, but that's okay because that's still awesome. Yeah. That's and a ridiculous she was, level. She was a genetic freak. Great girl. Now woman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Snooks was able to, 
be hands-on with a lot of them on a day-on, day-out basis. So, Yep, I was really lucky to have been able to coach um, all those athletes, and it really helped shape me into the coach that I, become, that I became. So then from there, I ended up moving to Australia in 2014 just on a whim, and I ended up staying there for nearly eight years. And while I was in Australia, I worked um, in hospitality, managing a few restaurants, one of which being Cheeky Monkey Cafe in Melbourne. And while I was there, I was fortunate to meet a lot of high-level athletes out of Australia, um, a few of which I was able to shadow at, if anyone knows, Australian football, at Australian football team there in Melbourne, which was really cool to see how they train professionally and, you know, you know, looking as a coach, comparing from the American sports and how we trained and so forth. And then, yep, seven years later, here I am, just moved home last month, now the director of operations here at NES Sport Performance. So it's good to be back and training again. Yeah, no, absolutely. I know, uh, yeah, we're definitely happy to have you back here in the States. Uh, so how'd you wind up uh, getting the nickname Snooks? <laughs> Well, during our internship, well, my internship, there was five of us, and I guess it was kind of like uh, a thing for everyone to get a nickname, and they ha they were having a hard time finding one for me, but it wasn't until one day I showed up with a little a hairstyle called a poof. I'm not sure if ever <laughs> I'm doing one now to show Ned and uh, Tay here, but yeah, I think most people can imagine what a poof looks like, which the character from jersey shore um snooky snooky not just the character also a person <laughs> in real life the person yes so literally from that day on that was my nickname but there's a difference it's not snooky it is snooks so it was shortened i actually came up with snooky and scotty uh shortened it to snooks oh, yeah, and i yeah. took it ran with it one of the rare times i'm okay with somebody changing my nickname for one of my interns <laughs> it flowed better it was easy to get out yeah. Snooks all one. Amanda. Nope. Not going to yeah, work. No, Snooks. So, yep. And here it is. Still, still 10 years later. Snooks. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. You, uh, you a big nickname guy, Ned? Everyone. Basic. Not everyone gets a nickname. But yeah, I mean, in my field, I have way too many people and I'm not good with names. So, and I have to learn their name quick, like within a couple minutes and remember it because I can't be like, hey, you, hey that one so i generally what i do now is i take people's gram gram names and a lot of times those are silly and ridiculous yep. yeah um, what's yeah. sometimes good so saucy c Corey walters a college <laughs> basketball player it's the perfect nickname. saucy c saucy c that's his gram name so they're making it easier for me because now i could just steal gram names mm. 418 that's another kid. I, <laughs> okay, I nice. literally, I call him. So his name is Austin, I think. I forget my athletes' real names also, and they all get pissed oh off and offended goodness. and shit. Um, he was AJ Dip four one eight, and I couldn't call him Austin because I don't like that name. And then AJ didn't work because I had another AJ in the group. So I went to his gram name, AJ Dip four one eight. Scrapped the AJ Dip. <laughs> And then, we, so literally, he's just three numbers. AJ did. So, yeah, obviously sounds like you enjoyed your internship and stuff like that with Ned. Um, is there anything, like, that you uh, kind of remember, like, that stuck with you during your time working as an intern? Yeah, well, definitely. I feel like 
it's weird now because it's been 10 years since my internship, but I relate every single job that I've ever had since then to the skills that I learned at my internship. So um, like I said, it was an intensive meeting. It was 600 hours. So for three months, I was there from five days a week from like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, and we learned everything from, well, I'll, I'll backtrack a bit. Like, yes, I learned the basics in college as an exercise science major, but it wasn't until I did my internship where I really developed those skills and the knowledge that I needed to then move on as a professional coach. So practical application, practical application. So yeah, but even, but even, you know, now looking back, all the, those skills that I learned there, like from a professional perspective, really overlaid in like I said every job that I've had um, whether that be working in hospitality just customer service but also like an admin role like everything but yeah it was really really great but in addition to that you know it, it I think I became really great coach because I was mentored by some great mentors at um, that facility and just that experience that really you know puts you in the place has a has a whole like a whole person into the professional world if that makes sense just like yeah I mean it, it like I mean doing something like eight to four that's I mean you move it back an hour that's a nine to five job uh I know a lot of people that I kind of went to school with and stuff like that would do internships and it'd be like they do it for like four hours a week yeah. and that's so, just you know it's just to put something on an application we don't allow our internships to do four hour a week internships mm -hmm. because what I've learned through 20 years is it really takes in 500 hours just you know briefly you know mm -hmm. gets you gets you going I mean <clears throat> really it's a lot more than that but anything under 500 hours it takes us <clears throat> most of the internship especially I mean we threw them into the fire a good amount but mm -hmm. I mean they're not I don't want to use the term becoming more useful but f as far as from a coaching perspective the first two months we're in a classroom every day, yeah. you know, the first two weeks, they're in a classroom 40 hours a week for really the first two weeks mm -hmm. before we set them out there <clears throat> and have them start, you know, preparing. Well, because so. there's a difference between learning in your, the university setting, you know, let's say the concept of like a periodized strength training program. There's a difference from, from learning it in that setting compared to learning it in a facility, a sport performance facility setting, where you then have to apply that to an actual person or an athlete. And an actual person that might be playing multiple sports or might not understand the value of performance training yeah. or, you know, depending on when you come in, they could come in, oh, we want to come in one day a week. Yeah. And trying to create a comprehensive program for people that don't fully commit, you know, there's, you can write down and prepare whatever you want, but when you get out there and you're dealing, you know, you have to, it's a business and you have to sign people up and there's mm -hmm. expectations and there's schedules to work around mm -hmm. and academics and other sports. There's so many other things that, you know, it's, it's, it's the real world. It's the real world taste of, you know, you want to, if you want to do this field, go to a good performance place that gives you a good internship that hopefully lets you in to kind of know the back the back end of it back end of it mm -hmm. um <clears throat> it's tough so yeah no totally uh i mean good just good experiences good internships that definitely uh allow you to see what it's like in that field are just so valuable um you know I mean, I guess you, it's been like uh, 10, 11 years uh, since you started the internship with Ned. Um, you know, is there anything that you kind of 
have noticed with some of the interns, like just in the uh, sports performance field, like today that were different from like you and your intern class and the people you kind of went to school with? Or just in general, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be sports performance, but let's, we want to hear your take on, on the work, the current workforce of younger individuals and how you feel that they're, they're progressing in life. That well, was good. I think generally, yeah. Um, well, especially working in, in Australia over the past seven or eight years in a service-based industry, I've definitely seen a little bit of a decline in the, the work ethic as well as even like a bit of common sense, but I think just the caring aspect, whereas when I did my internship, you know, I was there and I was holding myself accountable because it was basically like a test of whether or not you can survive in the real world at a job where you are a professional and you're trusted. Your People are trusting you with their fitness, which is, you know, there's a lot of risk involved in that. And But, you know, relaying from that, if you don't care about that job then or that opportunity, that, responsibility that you have like you are relying you they're what's it called they're they're <laughs> they're like relying on yeah you? but there's yeah. Another, i was trying to say something else but anyway depending? like yeah depend yeah they're depending on you to improve um etc so throughout the past couple of years i really found it hard to find people who had that same drive and that save that same caring and that same work ethic to really that care like just trying to do what's best for the person that they that is dependent on them if that makes sense so i have to interject a little bit because snooks is not going to talk about herself <laughs> um so we're we're talking about when she was an intern she was at iep we had um I mean, biased opinion, I believe the best coaching staff in Connecticut. Um, she was able to learn from myself and, you know, four or five really talented guys that are actually, you know, they went on and they're doing good things at other places. So she was a really competitive environment and there was five interns. And can you remember the name of your five interns? Um, I remember. Counterparts. Well, Mop is one that I can't. Wait, wait, yeah, no, wait, no. He was the year after, wasn't he? No, I think Mop was in yours. Mentos. Oh yeah, Mentos, Mop, Cheese Whiz. Cheese Whiz. Um, TJ. What, what was TJ? He was Sportini. No, but he had a nickname, didn't he? I don't know. No. Um, was it Rufio? That was the year after too. Was Rufio the year after? <laughs> Rufio from Ru Hook. There's one guy. There's I think he was the year Rufio after. Rufio from Hook. You look exactly like him. <laughs> My point is, so she was, what she did was she build value and, and you're rank ordered when you're an internship. If there's 10 people, there's whoever's your boss, there's a best and there's a worse. And that's the way the world is. Everything is rank ordered 53 man mm -hmm. roster. There's a specific order. So, I mean, she was the best of all the interns. So what she didn't, what we didn't cover a lot is she, it wasn't that she did an internship and learned a lot and left. She did an internship, proved that she was the best out of those five. And what ended up happening is when I started doing consulting in Westchester for Velocity, um, I needed somebody to be able to go in there and basically take my system and roll it out there without me being there, me being there part time. Mm -hmm. So because she excelled in her, her internship, that led her to a full time job. And because of her performance, that allowed her to become more of a senior coach. And by the time that she left, she was an assistant, you know, director of performance and was basically handling, you know, I was going through her for everything. Mm -hmm. um, 
So there's, believe it or not, there's a benefit to actually working hard and doing well because yeah. I am a next generation guy and she was raised at least by a next generation guy that those fundamental framework, you know, build yourself up, not lazy, getting your feet wet. If you're going to be in this field, be prepared to work 40, 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just told you my last three days I was, I've been, I work from 9am to 1am. I don't know how many hours that is. Cause when you work a lot, you don't even even count at this point in time, but my, I am on day four and this is going to spill over to another 12 hour day. So, and I'm 20 years in and I don't have to do it. Like if I mm-hmm. wanted to work 20 hours a week, I couldn't make it and only work 20 hours a week. But if you want to be great at what you do, it requires a whole bunch of time. So, yeah. Yeah, no. And I mean, that's the, I think the cool thing about, you know, being passionate about like the jobs that you guys do, you know, it's not, I mean, it is work, but it's also like the things that you guys enjoy. Also, you know, mm-hmm. there's benefits, you know, you get to play the music you want at work, all that jazz. That's cool. <laughs> I wear the same t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and pants and outfit I, I wear a t-shirt and shorts every day um unless it's like negative eight and then i got to put pants on but i mean no to be able to be around athletes be active we're not sitting at a desk mm-hmm. i love the field to be able to love what you do and go to work every day and love it that's rare so yeah. i've been i was blessed to know early on you know what i want to do but um the field is very you know when somebody commits or if somebody goes pro, people have gotten drafted. It's like you get when you committed, you were probably pretty happy and proud when you committed, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I uh, I didn't have the. Uh, there's such a weird. Um, this is me just being a weirdo. There's in like D three, I play D three. There's people who are like, oh, like offered, committed, all that stuff. Like, look, I'm speaking. I don't know if I committed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm. They call it committed now, so I'm just rolling. Well, I'm, I think I'm rolling with it. I think that goes back to talking about the workforce these days. I feel like I don't know if it has a lot to do with COVID over the past two years or if it started happening prior to COVID, but there is a big commitment issue among the people. Like, I mean, it, to be honest, that was kind of like me when I when I decided to go to Australia. I didn't fully I was committed to my job at um, Velocity, but then, you know, it, it was a quick change where I was just like, you know, I'm just going to go and live in Australia but then what I did in Australia was I committed to my jobs there so I think what happens is these days is there's there's so many options and I think people look at the the idea of doing something when I'm trying to get at just people just being a little bit more lazy rather than trying to do stuff online maybe I don't know which I'm a big advocate for but the problem with that is um you know with in terms of the workforce yeah I uh I, well, like the whole online thing so weird because I know there's like with the pandemic, like tons of things popped up with like online training, remote training and stuff. And like I get like, you know, for the time it's, you know, what you had to do. But like now, if you're still like trying to do it that way and stuff like that, like it's just not the best way to go about it, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I think definitely, uh, you know, I think people have kind of said that you know the generation now is not the the most uh driven so it is what it is but yeah um i know you kind of have a real high opinion of your internship you know with net and stuff is uh what do you think the value of that kind of like brought you know like the value of just having an internship before you actually go into uh like a professional field i think there's you know so much value but 
that goes back to fi- making sure that the internship is the right one because um, when I went back into my senior year and I heard about all the other interns that or internships that people it was like you said before people just going into a facility for four hours and just watching operations not really getting involved whereas my internship was really intricate like Ned said where we were in the classroom for the first month like learning you know how they run things you know specified um you know, we went into like the kinetic chain, like we learned, we knew about the body from university, but then we learned about the base and the foundation of how they develop their programs before, you know, putting it into their athletes, etc. So just, just that and just being immersed in the entirety of it all and then ending up coaching, like by the time I left, I was coaching a full movement group and then bringing the kids into the, into the weight room, which you know, we wouldn't have been able to do that from day one. Like you really have to go through the entirety of learning the foundation and building from there, but then also practicing the movement. So, you know, we, Ned and at IAP um, and at NES Sport Performance, you know, there's a lot of skills related to the performance and it all relates to each other. But as that skill needs to be practiced, so from day one, we had no idea what we were doing, but by the time we left, you know, I was moving well, I was stronger, I was definitely producing more power, like so much so where my, during my senior year, my um, field hockey coach was like, Amanda, whatever you did this summer, you got to keep it up. And I was like, yeah, I feel good, you know, and I was running faster, etc. But aside from that, the internship, yeah, I felt like I grew as a person, like wholeheartedly, I felt like I was, you know, just more aware of what the industry was like, and then also became more confident. And I, you know, it was always going to be a learning process from there. But I think that every single person it before doing any field, especially strength, conditioning, sport performance, exercise science, you need to go through an internship prior to the professional world. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, finding a way to just immerse yourself in something, whether it's anything, you know, uh, internship, just going out, like being in nature, whatever it is, just get off the screen, get off the phone, actually do something constructive. It's huge. You know, it's just so beneficial. So, I mean, try and follow your passion. (laughs) So follow, find, get interested in something and, and, and jump into that. And a lot of kids, you don't have to know exactly what you want to do in high school and college, man, you got to figure it out. There's a timetable there too. Um, but you know, don't go for, this is my own personal opinion, but don't chase the money chase, you know, what you really enjoy, because if you really enjoy it and you're passionate about it, you'll spend more time on it. And the more time you spend on something, the more successful you'll be at it. It's crazy. Like, even though it's been nearly eight years since I've actually coached with Ned or at Velocity, And the day I walked back into this facility, like it was just going to be a catch up with Ned, but just being around, you know, the strength training and athletes, et cetera, like I just got so amped up and so pumped to be here, you know, and that's that passion. Like, and yeah, it's, it's really special when you do find that one thing that you really love to do and, and follow it. And for you, you walked in and you ended up doing a session uh, and playing a role and, Within 20 minutes, all the things that she hasn't done for eight years, she got it all back. Mm-hmm. So no offense to my current athletes. She looked better than most of my current <laughs> athletes. And she walked in in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And she was, 
Because what we do, it is, it's a skill and it's trained. And she was able to find that in her brain that was still there with a couple of adjustments. And now, you know, she... And being unfit, mind you. Like, I haven't really been training recently, but I've seen that. And her having them, you know, her minor Australia weight hangover. <laughs> uh, but she's still little. So, um, but she was able to call it up and you know part of being a if you're going to do this job that's why for her she was like by the end I was out there coaching yeah because we need to hire people and we need somebody that has all the skills because if I create a business like IAP and I have people working for me that are delivering a product you have to be able to deliver it Mm -hmm. and follow the system Mm -hmm. the right way and and now you know even now I could have her coach a group right now and you know outside of the x's and o's and the minor things that are different she could step in she could teach the running you have to before you can teach running mechanics you you have to be able to do them yourself and believe Mm -hmm. it or not which maybe i don't demo as much anymore but i could do all the highest level progressions Uh, i was on my tail end by the time she got i was already 10 years deep before i met her because it does it puts a lot of wear and tear on your body giving constant demos over and over and over but she the big thing is she will always have a skill. She's always going to know how to tell people, give people nutritional advice. <clears throat> She's always going to be able to train herself. She's always going to be, you know, it's not something that's that's gone out of her gray matter. She mm-hmm. came back and then boom, she's she's ready to go again. So that was cool to see. A quick story on that on the skills um, going back to the internship. Uh, prior to me actually knowing wholeheartedly, I mean, still to this day, it's always a learning process, but um, during the internship when I was still learning those skills and how to improve speed, etc., cetera, um, I was thrown into the wolves and coached a warm-up for, I think, 10 Ansonia football players. So me being a, a woman, which, you know, that's a different thing, but I don't mind that. <laughs> no, we're not going to cut that no, out. No, what I mean, we're I don't know what I was trying to get at for saying that. Because NES but... is pro-women, so no, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with you being a woman. No, but... No, like, um, no, this is what I'm I mean get into to this. say was our field is people have this thing. People look at me, big, scary, bald guy, <laughs> and I immediately have credibility, not because of my brain, but mm. because I am a big dude. And and uh, in our field, if yeah. you're going to be a female in this. As I said, some of my best coaches, I mean, Snooks is a goat. Snooks is actually in the NES Hall of Fame for coaching. <laughs> it is a short list. Why are you laughing? There is oh, one. I'm, I'm not, not, I can't drop it all on here. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, she is, she's went down. She's probably, she's top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of my best coaches have been females, but people can't get over sometimes of the concept of, and I don't deal with it. So mm. there's one story I'm going to share since we're talking about that. Do you want me to finish mine first? Or, no, you go. Okay. You go first then. Well, I'm just, I don't, I want you, I want you to feel free to be able to just bust it out. But we had a combine guy to prepare for the NFL combine and we had the whole deal set up and we were going to do it in Westchester and I was going to train him uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Snooks was going to train on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And she was fully capable because trust me, I'm not going to hand somebody something that I don't feel that they aren't fully competent to, to handle. Mm. And we got the whole deal done. And then the, the last day, the, the owner there will leave his name nameless. Uh, he said, yeah, all right. So you're going to be with, I think you might've used her real name, Amanda, you're going to be with Amanda tomorrow. And the end result was the guy quit and he didn't come. And so the only reason why he didn't come 
was mm. because she was a girl and that's bullshit yeah no that's uh that is pretty crazy i mean it's all about knowledge and stuff like that at the end of the day and like if someone's gonna train you and they know what they're doing like that's the whole name of the game like that's what you come here for like end of story mm. uh but yeah and but now mm. since i interjected on snug finish your story <laughs> well i was just gonna touch on the well like Tay said as well, it's like the experience of the internship that for me, when I jumped into the Wolves, right? So they asked me to coach the warm up, which was part of the program anyway, and I needed to apply the skills I learned in the warm up. But it was the first warm up I was coaching, and I was coaching 10 Ansonia football players, which were all bigger than me. They've all trained with these skills longer than me. They've probably been there for at least a year. And you know, so they moved better than I did at that point, and I coached that warm up. But that, that, and I was scared shitless, literally. It was, but it was the, also something I needed. Wake because up call. It was a wake up call, exactly. And I was able to kind of look at myself and be like, okay, I have a long way to go as an intern. And then even to this day as a coach, like, I know that there's a lot of improvements I can do now, but with if it wasn't for the skills that I developed in the internship, but also the knowledge of being aware of where I stood in that and just being a bit vulnerable and learning from that, I you know, that's the that's the beauty of an internship, I think. So Yeah, no, I think that's really uh well put. That's terrific. Uh oh I, that guy never made it by the way, that douchebag. <laughs> <clears throat> the combine guy I'm, st because... I'm still not over it you know i googled his name every year until huh why you gotta bring names up you gotta bleep that out yeah, Dante. Bleep it out. i, I uh, didn't even hear but it, yes but you're yeah, right <laughs> douche yeah well uh if you're a douche then it's uh just tough going i guess um if you're not a douchebag and you just kind of want to get good coaching good education uh have a good internship experience and really dip your foot in the water. See if being a strength and performance coach is for you. Uh, Ned, do you have any internships that are coming around soon? We are, we do. We are taking applications for our 2022 summer internship program. Uh, if you're interested, the best thing to do would be to go to our website at nes-sports.com. Um, you can always contact me through Instagram. That is NES underscore sports underscore performance. Um, shoot us a message and then we go through the normal process of resume, uh, references, cover sheet. And then we're trying to get, um, applicants in sooner rather than later because students like to know where they're going typically sooner rather than later. Uh, but yeah, just reach out to us and then I'll bring you in, give you a tour of the facility, and then we'll sit down and kind of talk about what you're looking for. Fantastic. That's great stuff. Uh, I think that's probably going to wrap it up for us uh, this time. Uh, Snooks, thanks for uh, kind of sitting down, giving us the whole, like, you know, shebang. It was great uh, getting to know you a little better on this. And, thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pumped that you're here with us. Uh, make sure to tune in next time we drop an episode. Thanks. Go Rams. Go Rams.